Sports listeners, I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, everybody. All right, I've admitted everybody already. We have Adele, the trolls in the house, Don Sanders, Dominique Hackett. And I think more to come, of course, our producer, Richard Dugan. Good morning, everybody. How are you today? Let's all talk at once now. Hi. Yeah, I always like to start off um, top locations. This is just SoundCloud, not counting the AM 1290 KZSV.com. That's that's one of the big worldwide web news press radio. Uh, or you could just be listening, cruising into Santa Barbara or cruising out of Santa Barbara. Welcome, everybody. But on the SoundCloud, um, Ashburn won again this week, uh, top listeners. But we did add a new country, and it's Shajah. Isn't that amazing? Anybody know what that is or where that is? I was just going to ask you if you did the research so you could tell us. I have no clue. Adele looked it up. Adele, (laughs) you know where that's at? Yeah, it's one of the third most popular countries in the Emirates, or however you say it. Emirates. The the, the Arab Emirates? The Emirates? Yes, Emirates. Emirates. We love this. Right next to Dubai. Beautiful. Dubai is number one. And then uh, I just, it, it's a beautiful, everyone, if you haven't ever looked up, this is kind of nice thing about this show. You get, it's a, it's a geography show. <laughs> we, have, we get new places every week that tune into us. And I'm so grateful for that. If you want but, to really uh, make this a geography show and you start listing these countries, why don't you do this? Can anyone tell me what the latitude and longitude of this country is? That would really be geography. Yeah. Well, I, I like to do the weather. Okay, so oh, the we we're all into the weather. Okay, so <laughs> the high is 108, the low is 83, and yes. to get there from Santa Barbara it takes 21 hours and 48 minutes. Okay, and after Dubai, which is the biggest city, um, uh, Abu Dhabi, Abu Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi is mm-hmm. the, Abu Dhabi is the second. Uh, biggest city. So, yeah. So, thank you, everybody. You, you do that and really well, by the way. Good pronunciation. Good pronunciation. Yeah, I know. Because first time I read it, <laughs> I'm in <laughs> France and the Middle East right now. So, it's like, hey. But uh, the city looks spectacular. If you, if you had to get a chance to Google it, it's like, holy cow, it's fabulous. It's There's a lot of color. And, Dr. D, you know I love color. Oh, yes. So, um, another place that checked in is Round Rock. Dominique, you know where Round Rock's at? Yes, I do. Texas. Hello, Texas. Okay. Uh, how'd you know that? Um, I, actually, I was looking for mineral springs. So if you're ever thinking about where you want to live in this glorious United States, it's kind of fun to look where there are mineral springs. And there is a huge mineral, famous mineral springs. Wow. Actually, I'm looking at it right now, and there's, like, lots of mineral springs. It looks like it's a very family-friendly place. Round Rock, Texas, thank you for checking in. And also, thank you, Frankfurt Bustles, Denver, then it was Round Rock, and Shajah. So, thank you, everybody. Um, For most of us who have kids or have had... How do I say? Last week started school. Easiest way to stay. And for a lot of parents out there, you had to release your children to the world of college. I remember like it's yesterday. 
My oldest one now is 31 and flying back from Hawaii because he went to Hawaii Pacific. I, I mean, I had I had the stewardesses just keep handing me tissues you know, because it was so hard. Your first one leaves. And I remember the last Costco run. It's so funny. He took a cart and I took a cart. And everything I filled up in my cart was emergency supplies. Okay, that's it. I bought him everything that you can imagine that he would need in case of emergency. Um, And I want to go through that because uh, we're just a really big show when it comes to, we have Anthony Rodriguez. He can't be in the house today. So I told him, my God is back on this. But parents, if you did, if they just took off and, you know, it's still plenty of time that we can get them some emergency supplies because sometimes things happen on campus that are unexpected. You have weather things that are unexpected. I mean, when you were born and raised in California, um, it's, it's not like we haven't in Santa Barbara have had our horrible, we've had our fires, we've had our floods, but um, I don't know. It's kind of, I mean, I, I packed them wool socks. I, I packed them all kinds of a fan. I gave him, I gave him a, a hand crank radio. I mean, crazy stuff because like, think about it when you're on an Island and he wasn't there 18 months before that's when Japan had that tsunami. Okay. So it's just like, Oh God, which affected Hawaii and it freaked me out. Um, yeah. So Dominique, and you always, you do the financial end of it. What else would you su- suggest? Uh, for kids in college, I love the envelope system. Is now a good time to chat about that real quick? Sure. May, may I may I interject before you do? I try. Yeah. I did, and, and I know you're going to touch on this, and that's why I bring this up. My first wife and I tried the envelope system, but when an emergency came up, all of the envelopes were emptied. So okay. I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you dive in from from 101, yeah, so and then deal that with that is issue. Actually, excellent because uh, so what is the envelope system? So for our uh, teens and our uh, new college students, I want to recommend. There's a book called Financial Freedom with the um, with Envelope Budgeting, and what this is recommending. I know it sounds really strange in this uh, card, debit card, credit card age. We go back to using cash and put literally put cash in envelopes and budget things. And it still works with using cards and everything. I'll explain that as we go on. But Dr. D, your comment about, wow, when there's an emergency, every envelope gets uh, jettisoned of its cash and used on emergency. That is actually perfectly fine. That is part of the experience of using the envelope system is knowing, oh, I have to plan for emergencies. And so part of the process that I I actually would love to do this, the book has a couple of chapters in it, and we'll be just sharing it uh, over the next couple of weeks. But the first thing is to realize when you're considering an envelope system is that, yes, things happen and it may take all the cash that you have in your envelopes. So then that's that is information. And so you go, okay. There are emergencies that took and how much cash did it take? How can I budget for the future so that I'm more prepared for these emergencies? So really fast for this week, general rule of thumb is 30-70 rule. The idea is 10% of whatever monies you get, you should save it for you to spend how you want because you've worked for that money. The next 10%, You save it for those short-term things that come up. You're not sure what it is, but it's something that happens 
within six months to a year. And then the other 10% you save for long term. It's the things that happen between a year and five years. So that's how you start learning to budget for those emergencies. You practice the 70-30 rule and you try to live on just 70% of the monies that you're getting. So that's my first tidbit of the envelope uh, financial freedom system, which works really well for teens and new college students. Nice, nice, nice. Um, also, you've got to remember if, if the money's ran dry in those envelopes and then all of a sudden that the Internet is down and your cards aren't working and it's just a just a real meltdown. It's always nice to have things like extra things like maybe four pairs of wool socks and then a, a couple of chargers, a couple of first aid kits. It's not bad. I'm not saying stock up. Make, don't make your... Uh, you're a dorm, you know, uh, uh, Costco. <laughs> but you want to you have stuff maybe you can trade. Yeah. Because trading is always good. Yeah, but, but so I you never yeah. know. And then water, 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 water. Yeah. What Dominique and I have done is we have those, we just got ordered them, those filters, because we don't know if the water isn't that great. And then there's now that have filters that you could put water from the river. Okay, yeah. and and throw those filters in, and then you'll get clear, purified water. So, but Erica, I, I'm I'm the eternal optimist, and that'll never happen, Erica. It'll never happen. Never gonna happen because <laughs> I'm the person that always prepares for things, and then it doesn't happen. Yeah, because yeah. when the universe flies over, they say, "Oh, this house has got everything in order. Let's just go to the next house because they're the house that needs to learn the lesson." Okay, so that's how I set it up. We got we've got Sky and Bry in the waiting room. But Dominique, what do you want to say before we go? I just want to say there are some water filters that turn the water alkaline and work by dropping them in. But the water filters that would clean river water are very specific, and you actually get those from a mountaineering company because it has to pull out things like E. coli. It has to pull out very specific things out of the water. So look at your filter and make sure. So our filters work with city water, which has already gone through a purification process. Thank you. Oh, of course. And then they, I think I've seen tablets out there too, to make it as yes. drinkable too, that you could throw very in. Very specific. Yes. I, it's going to be specific to the area and the region that you're in. If you're in Colorado, of course, yours, uh, your emergency kit's going to be a little different than if you're in San Diego or in San Francisco. So obviously, as a parent, you're going to you know, have these conversations with your kids. And what the number one thing that Anthony always says is have the 10 top numbers memorized. Mm. Okay, If you can't memorize them, put them on a piece of paper because your phone is done. Okay, The one thing that I've learned from talking to our co-host Stephanie from Lahaina um, the the communication was just shut down. Okay, yeah. so it's very it's easier to call out of state or text out of state than it was to receive something from you know to call your neighbor down the street. All right, so have those numbers memorized. We're the generation that had to memorize everything, huh, guys? Everybody remember? I probably had a hundred numbers at one time memorized just yeah. because of what doing in my business I so remember anyway i'm excited i see in the they're both waving to me sky and bry can't wait to see what they come up with our chiropractic students right after these messages
Fentanyl death is not a high. Don't let fentanyl lie. A killer in disguise that will make you die. Fly away peacefully from the mountains to the sky. Justin Bruce Forrester, 2-22-22, age 22. He left us all without saying goodbye. You're And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Bryant Allen. And Sky Ellsworth. And we're coming to you from the most prosperous city in California, Hayward, <laughs> at our Life West Chiropractic School. Today, I hope you uh, get to put on your tinfoil hats. We're diving in a really fun subject. It is the... Uh, there's a beautiful topic that was just released in peer-reviewed research from Frontiers.org. It's titled, Insight to the Incredible Effects on Microwave Heating, Driving Changes in the Structure, Properties, and Functions of Macromolecular Nutrients in Novel Food. Essentially, wow. Yeah, pretty wild stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. This one line, then Sky, I'm going to let Sky take the reins on this one. Basically... Um, as the microwave temperature, time, and power are increased, the digestibility of the protein decreases because the increased heat treatment leads in a complete, and I repeat, complete denaturation of proteins. Yeah. Wow. wow. So let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about what that means. So what does it mean to, to denature a protein? So uh, let's let's look at let's look at hair. So hair is is all protein, right? It's keratin protein. So it's like you have these tightly coiled strands. And well, yours is tight. Yours is tightly coiled, Richard. Not mine is tightly coiled. Yeah, I'm, not everybody's is as coiled as yours. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I I, I forget. Um, <laughs> but imagine you know tightly coiled strands. Right. These are the proteins that are digestible that, you know, we use for a lot of bodily functions on a regular basis. One of the most important nutrients we ingest Um, when you denature it, it becomes almost ineffective. So denaturing a protein is like taking all of those strands that make up that tight little coil and pulling them apart into basically unusable strings of amino acids that aren't tied to anything. And these actually from what the microwaves do, these actually become free radicals, which are things that we don't like. So what microwaves do is they they don't actually create like thermal heat. They actually go in. So they cook from the inside out. Mm -hmm. So they vibrate all the molecules of the product to cook it. So what happens in that vibrating of the molecules process is that certain carbon groups, I think it was the carbon two and carbon six chains, um, those molecules actually break off. So what that means is, is that you have a bunch of molecules floating around that are not fully formed or bonded. And these are what free radicals are. And these oh, are wow. things you don't want because they're floating around in the body causing harm because the body can't get rid of them because it can't identify them. Right. So hmm. you know, we talk about for free radical damage, we talk about taking things like antioxidants because antioxidants have a space for those free radicals to bind to. And they hmm. bind to it and you have a complete molecule that the body can either use or get rid of. So essentially, we're putting these things in the microwave. These proteins are getting denatured. Um, I mean, we we denature protein all, all the time. So so we shouldn't say that denaturing protein is is always bad. It's bad in the cooking process. 
because it limits the amount of nutrient availability in the food. Um, and by in the process, I mean specifically with microwaves. But we denature proteins with salt, acid, heat, agitation, right? These are things we do on a regular basis um, with food. Let's say you're cooking a slab of meat or something and, you know, you marinate it, right? You marinate it in acid, um, maybe you agitate it, move it around. Sometimes people like to massage the the meat that they're going to cook, right? All of these different ways are starting to break down the proteins to make them more tender. That's breaking them down. It's not completely, completely denaturing them and unraveling them. So the fact that microwaves can do this to food is really indicating that essentially we need to not be doing this because we're not getting the the full nutritional value. So as teen athletes, you're out there working out and, um, you know, playing sports and you need to get your protein in. So let's say you go home and you're like, I'm going to have this, you know, chicken breast and I'm going to get all my protein in. And then you throw it in the microwave and it's going to denature all of those proteins. So you're not getting the full amount of protein that you need to rebuild that muscle. Dominic, you know, real quick, Richard, if you just go on and you say, ah, oh, PubMed, microwaves, 2023, it comes up with all these studies, but it's so weird. The way that they're written, you think that it's saying good things about microwave. It's like, it's hard to understand the science and that what they're actually saying is that it's bad for our food. Can you explain the complexity of reading some of these PubMed reports? Yeah, so when you're looking at PubMed reports, the thing is, is that they're all coming from a biased perspective based on the, the research that they're, you know, conducting or promoting. They're not who's necessarily who's paying for that research. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends. I mean, very often it's, it's, you know, you know, large corporations that are, but you know, but it is important to ask that question. But, you know, you, you read through these things with these biased perspectives. So, you know, you have an article like this that, that is, you know, very clear and that, you know, that these microwaves denature the protein and that causes a problem. But you will have articles that say that microwaves, you know, support, you know, nutrient availability or digestibility of certain foods. And that's not entirely inaccurate. Um, you know, there are certain vegetables that cooking them in, in the microwave has been shown to increase digestibility. Um, I don't know that I personally, I, I personally don't use a microwave at all. I mean, I think vibrating the, the particles of anything at that molecular level is, is harmful to the energy of the food. And I think we get a lot of benefits from the energy of, of foods. Um, but, you know, when you're looking at these PubMed reports, I mean, you, you see all of these different, you know, ideas and, and, and thoughts about things based on the research that's being conducted. But um, it's, it's a very biased perspective. It's very linear, right? It's not taking into account all the different aspects of what's actually going on. Mm. So that's why these discussions are so important, because we're new to reading some of the scientific literature, especially for teens and so forth. And by having a discussion... There, it says it right there. It denatures the protein. Is that what I wanted? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's funny, but yeah, I like frontiers.org because it uh, they use a little more worldwide research and it's very unbiased. And so they, the benefits of microwaves, ironically, actually, is it increases the antioxidant potential uh, in vegetables. <laughs> it was kind of funny, ironic. but it's kind of cool. So it's just a little odd, right? Yeah. That, and they actually found that to be true. There was an interaction between as um, Sky here was discussing between the mineral chelates and the denaturing of the protein as the microwave interacts with these molecules. But I mean, it's up to you. Do, would you, I mean, proteins are the building blocks for brand new cells, right? 
So would you rather have a full amino acid profile or would you rather have some antioxidants from vegetables? So oh, kind of or, like, I mean, you could, you could separate the two, right? You could, <laughs> you could microwave your vegetables and not microwave your proteins. Oh, true. But, yeah. Right. You know, it's yeah. really weird. We're going to be having meat that was lab grown. So in my mind, it's coming from what appears to be something like a cancer cell. That's, mm-hmm. that's me, right? And, and then you're going to put it in a microwave. So you're going to be meat, eating not real meat and cooking it in a not real way. How is the body going to recognize it? It's like it's all DNA, genetic code. So I just think the closer mm-hmm. I can get to nature, the easier it is for my body's DNA to recognize it. That's, that seems common sense to me. Mm. Well said. Yeah, well said. And I mean, even in traditional Chinese medicine, it's very common for them to steam vegetables, right? But it's about lightly steaming, like even to get sulforaphane out of broccoli, you cook it over a stove, and it's important to steam it to put a cover on it and overcooking broccoli can be really harmful. But there's a fine line to get those awesome benefits of sulforaphane out of uh, cruciferous vegetables. Mm-hmm. So I heard broccoli should be steamed with a little bit of ginger. Have you ever heard that one? Mm-hmm. That in some yeah. of the ginger helps with the gas. If uh, the cruciferous oh. uh, family uh, vegetable family makes you gas, it oh, could. Ginger has so many really cool components. I also would recommend taking ginger when you get up in the morning. It actually, uh, there's some research that shows I take it when I get up in the morning because it curves uh, cortisol. So uh, it helps break down um, cortisol. So it's not so the stress hormone. So it's your. Yeah, I, I, well, I simmer uh, ginger and lemon. And I put it in two, two and a half gallon uh, mason jars. And that's just basically what I drink. That's mm-hmm. my hydrate. That's why I started doing that like two weeks ago. And now I eat Jones for it. As a matter of fact, I need to run out to the store today because I only have one little nugget left, the ginger. I need to go get me some more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's why your skin looks so good. Right? Uh, that's it. That's it. Oh my God, it's got car- carotenoids in it. Um, yeah. It's a prebiotic. It's good for the liver. Well, I it's, follow. Like, it's just like, I, will you guys walk it, man? I mean, I'm talking it. So I'm definitely doing all everything that, you know, I hear. We spread it. And this is, this is a great thing. I mean, we just added Eternity Ready Radio, um, Christian Broadcasting Company that airs us daily, just added. Um, I loved it when I was looking at the logistics and then I just see Australia and then I see certain um, cities and uh, or counties in uh, Africa. So it's a uh, wow. like two countries, I guess right now. So very thankful to our friend, Jeremiah Ferris over at Trinity Ready Radio for including us um, in his um, library. Okay. Of great Christian nonstop music. And then uh, additionally with the podcast and we've been including in his family. So I so appreciate all the information that you guys are bringing on board um, with us. What are we going to be talking about next week? Ooh, interesting. We'll have to, we'll have to see what comes up. We don't have anything in mind yet, but typically something comes up in classes or a study falls into our laps and it just, you know, gives us some really great inspiration to share. We just love your viewers out there. We're just so appreciative of you guys or your listeners. You know, this is all about you guys. So maybe, maybe your listeners could write in or do you ever get any comments of maybe some topics they'd like to talk about? Uh, I, if, if I, that's why I want you to keep on putting out how, how to get a hold of you directly. And everybody knows where, if me had anything to do with the show, um, if there was a certain direction that they wanted us to go into, and that's why I really was looking out. And with Richard, you know, now in chiropractic school, I got, you know, I prayer hands. I said, oh, man, this would just be perfect. I mean, it's win, win, win across the board because 
the information that you're providing, it's just not based on, you know, what Johnson and Johnson wants us to do or so anybody out there. I mean, it's Pfizer, you know, it's just like an independent study. And this is, you guys are the future. Okay. Mm -hmm. You guys are the future of what's going to be put out there. So, you know, to get a bird's eye view of it over the next two, three years, what do you got another three, three years, right? Two years, two and a half years. Three pretty much. Yeah. Three years. Oh, can you imagine? going to be a library. <laughs> I just love it. Oh, so how can yeah. we get a hold of you guys? Uh, so you can get a hold of me at rlsworth at college.lifewest.edu. Yep. And I'm B. Allen at college.lifewest.edu. Yeah. If anybody wants to hit a topic, you know, to go hit me up also, uh, queenofteensb at gmail.com. And uh, until next week, you guys, we got, guess what we got coming up next? Do you know? Is it a hygge? Hygge! Right after these messages. Come on in, work it for me and let your body move. We are here together and we're in the groove. We gon' party tonight. We gon' dance around where all my step. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, this is Don Sanders for Teen Sports Radio, Don's Massage, Ohio.com, and I'm going to bring you a huga here. A huga is a Scandinavian term for a feeling of comfort and coziness that feels like a hug without actually receiving a physical hug. And recently there was an event in, in LA that was an amazing example of inclusion and building bridges of trust and friendship. The, the legendary Herbie Hancock was honoring his friend for life, Wayne Shorter, who died this, this March and it was just an amazing atmosphere in the bowl. And we knew we would see a lot of compadres because as well as being ambassadors of peace for building bridges in, in the realm of music, Wayne and Herbie are also SGI Buddhists as we are. And we knew we camped out and had, uh, had a picnic right before the entrance, knowing we'd see lots of compadres. And uh, one of our friends had just endured a little section of homelessness and uh, we fed her. And, and then uh, we went in and took our seats and it was just an amazing evening. The, um, the hurricane and the earthquake recently happening had compromised the stage at this venue so that a crew would come out with this little scaffolding thing and stick it in the ground and they would manually turn the stage so Herbie promised a evening of surprises. So they would turn this set with a backdrop around and there would be a whole other setup. And lo and behold, there was Joni Mitchell. And, and, uh, she's, she's saying the, the circle game. And, uh, it was just a wonderful, wonderful night like that. Seeing good friends, two of my friends, one of their, his uh, stepdaughter was there. He, was involved in a famous college football team at Michigan State that broke the color barrier and won two national championships. And uh, his daughter, his stepdaughter was there. And of course, 
because we're all interconnected, we ended up in a section that she had helped put together and we started meeting these people. And then she shows up and I'm like, oh, of course, you're you're here, you know. And so then another good friend of mine from from our sangha, um, he's been a he's he's never referred to himself as a police officer or, or a cop or a policeman. He's always called himself a peace officer. He's just finished 30 years with the LAPD. And he was there and and uh, Dewana, my friend's stepdaughter, pointed him out and we got talking um, Clinton Jones is is the man I'm referring to, who was an All-American running back at Michigan State in the 60s. And he and Mark are taking a theory of uh, the Buddhist teachings that, you know, we're we're based on that is actually being offered through DePaul University online. They're both going for a master's in this. And and so the great thing about these kind of compadres is you just drop down right into things that matter. And so. My friend Mark was saying for 30 years, you know, um, he goes, uh, I've always been plagued by uncertainties, doubts and feelings of not being enough. And so this program at DePaul just brought it out of me in spades. And he said that he goes, now, you know, I'm I'm learning what it is to just be me. He goes for 30 years. I don't have on a Kevlar vest anymore. I don't have a side a sidearm. I don't have a partner. I don't have a patrol car. He goes, it's just me. And I'm like, yeah, I hear you because everybody has to deal with those kind of things. And the fears that come up around those uncertainties and doubts and feelings of not being enough cause so much division and hatred and stuff that, you know, we'd all rather not recall in the world. And so this event was just the most amazing thing. It just felt like, you know, instead of this sort of public venue where the, the, the venue is bigger than, 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 you know, the people occupying it, it just felt like, you know, like we're in this giant living room with friends, you know, and of course we didn't know everybody there. The place was absolutely packed, which is an engineering miracle in and of itself. But uh, my friend had this great, uh, this great saying he's, he's taken up. He said, uh, you know, our egos want to protect us from those things like uncertainty, doubt and feelings of not being enough. He says, your ego is not your amigo. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's good. I love it. Yeah. And so it was so it was just like this. It was like this beautiful reunion coming home to see all these people we've known, you know, um, 30, 40. In Carrie's case, some almost 50 years, my wife. So. So anyway, a, a, an amazing night of music, guest musicians. They, you know, Wayne, Wayne and Herbie had both played with Miles Davis. Uh, Wayne had been part of that pioneering group, the weather report, and they played all those kind of things, you know, and, and uh, just, just a night. I, I don't think I will ever, ever forget. Nice. Dominique. Wonderful. Wow. That's precious. We just have to know how important all these relationships are. Um, It it just builds a beautiful life and it leaves you in the evening when you do a self-review of your day. There's just such an immense amount of satisfaction. And then you wake up in the morning the next day and you're like, wow, I know why I'm here on the planet is to create this connection of love. Right. Nice. Yeah. You'll find it in folks that as our kids grow, I'm, really thankful that the relationships my sons both have still relationships kids that they've been to preschool with um 
it's it's a beautiful thing. You don't need a whole handful. You need you don't need you need an army. You just need a few souls that are going to continue this journey together. Um, it's it's a, you know, and any whatever whatever. Um, I think what I really both like about um, my kids' relationships is they're all different. You know, they did they were born and raised in uh, the whole Catholic uh, scene. I uh, went to Catholic high school. Uh, my youngest went to Catholic college, but their friends are a variety, even though they started off in the whole Catholic thing. So uh, some have gotten uh, like on one end of the spectrum, the other more spiritual, the other Christian. It's just great. And I think that's that's the thing that I love most is that you're opening your hearts with love. And um, I don't know, Dominique, you always say it much better than I do. But we got we got to go to Adele Luttrell. Close it out. Yeah. Hi. Oh, I loved your story, Don. And it it reminded me of what's really important in life in the midst of all the chaos that's going on are our relationships and who we really are. And I had the great fortune of going the, the day before the hurricane warning to Lake Shrine with my spiritual community. And for a whole day, I just felt love and joy and connection and lightheartedness. And it was wonderful. And I think we have to just remember that, you know, those are the things that are important in life and they're happening. We And we, right. we partake of them. But I was also thinking, too, with this, the hurricane. Yeah. Yeah, know what we're going to do? Because we've got a break right now. So let's get to the her quick after these commercials. <laughs> I hear a song that takes me back and I let go with so much freedom. Freedom. I'm going to get because it's my freedom. When I move my body just like this, Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Hi, it's Adele again from Torrance, California, talking about the hurricane and having that calm before the storm, really wonderful time of connecting with my spiritual community. But, you know, it got me thinking, you know, this whole uh, disaster in Maui, and then we had the hurricane warning and an earthquake about being prepared. So kind of piggybacking off of what Erica and everybody was talking about, just having some sort of a plan. And it doesn't have to be big. I know teenagers uh, don't often want to think about preparing for things like this. But I was thinking how important maybe having some things in your car might be. Um, having a pair of tennis shoes. I always keep a pair of tennis shoes and socks in my car, a sweatshirt, a blanket. Um, I always bring a big thing of water with me. I don't hoard a bunch of water in the car, but I bring one filled up with me. Um, you know, maybe some snacks. I, I don't like to leave home without some snacks, some nuts, things like that. And always trying to keep my car, once it gets down to half a tank, filling it up. So just little things like that, I think teens can uh, implement to just make them have a little bit of a plan. I know with my water, I think water is one of the most important things because we can live without food for a while. But um, I have one of those Berkey water purifiers and i figure i have a swimming pool 
So provided the house atop me doesn't fall into the pool, I can use that. So just having a little bit of foresight, it doesn't have to be, you know, like you said, lining up, you know, stuff from Costco, um, but just having a little bit of a plan. And, and I also want to say that it, it gives you peace of mind so you can go out and enjoy things like the day before the the hurricane morning, I was able to go out and enjoy things because I already had my supplies. So right. it just gives you a little peace of mind. So that's my little spiel, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to add, too, for our college students in particular, you know, you may have, like, a favorite pillow or a favorite blanket or something that calms down your nervous system. Think about that. If, if there is some urgent thing where you have to move and shift, Keep that on your list to grab that as well. Oh, if you have to pass out the door or something, grab a pillow. It's amazing how simple things comfort our nervous system, and we do better in emergencies. We're going to touch on that a little bit more right after these messages, so stay here. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, I'm Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center. And uh, so happy to be here and talk about things that are health-related. I'm sharing cozy comments to go along with our hygas and so forth. And I wanted to talk about today an interesting article that came out about fragrance and how we've talked about it a little bit on the show, how smells help with our memory. But I want teens to know there are a lot of studies coming out now that show that when you use smells along with your studying, that your memory skyrockets. I mean, they literally use the word skyrocket. And we know as, you know, older population, we're telling you when we smell something, it reminds us of childhood memories. Like I smell cinnamon, mace, allspice, and I can feel like I'm in my grandmother's kitchen cooking up the batches of cookies for Christmas. I mean, it's mm -hmm. amazing how smell is related to our memories. I mean, we, we literally, the smells, the, the interesting thing is, it's the one thing that literally goes to the brain. So when we smell something in, it is literally touching our brain. And so um, they, they say smell has the special privilege of being directly connected to the brain's memory circuits. And everyone experiences how powerful aromas evoke recollections even if it's a long time ago so you may have recollections of when you were three years old 
So mm. teens, think about it with smells and think about all the memories that you have associated with smells. So they suggest use different smells. So if you use a lot of lavender, then shift it up and uh, you know, experiment with rose or musk or sandalwood. So mix it up for yourself so you have variety. And if you love cooking, teens, I want to recommend you've got rosemary, you've got basil, thyme, oregano. All of these have slightly different fragrances. You have lemon. So there, there are some very fun things that we do. Even honey has a fragrance. Um, and they're talking about how the loss of smell can contribute to 70 different neurological and uh, psychiatric diseases, including alcoholism. So, teens, I just want you to know that your ability to smell can help with your studies, but it also promotes good health. And we have this old saying, you know, take time to smell the roses, right? Well, that usually means, okay, slow down, you know, notice that you're around roses and actually smell them. But now I'm trying to tell you, literally, take time to smell the roses. It will increase your study skills. It will increase your enjoyment of life. And um, having that memory recollection is part of what makes life just so interesting and so enjoyable. It's such a fact, Dominique. You know, we have a whole side yard filled with roses that can't be beat. Uh, shout out to La Semeter where we purchased all the roses and they've been in there for almost probably a decade. But nothing smells like when I feel like I am ant antsy or whatever, anxious or whatever, I spend my five minutes, I just hit every single bud that's bloomed and I just take three smells three deep breaths into that and i'm not kidding you i the first thing that happened a big smile just lands on my face so another thing is that we want to go over is the diffusers which we have i don't know how many diffusers in this house but kids it's parents as far as the emergency preparedness pack your kids a diffuser because at night, if they're feeling a little off or whatever that is a game changer put a little eucalyptus oil in there it is so good, especially calming before finals. Um, there's so much research and studies on that. Dominique. I just want to add, um, in particular with eucalyptus, if you, uh, teens, if you're using it for yourself or someone else, always ask, um, are you allergic to the smells of eucalyptus oil? Because for some people, they're actually allergic to it. And I want to make a comment, too, around our pets, like our dogs and our cats, we mm -hmm. actually don't use eucalyptus because um, it's a little bit too strong for them unless it's been a, a product that was designed specifically for their use. You, you just want to watch your animals. They'll shy away if something is a little too intense for them. So just because something's good for you may not necessarily mean that it's good for your pet. So you just want to be aware of that. All right, Santa Barbara Wellness. How can we get a hold of you, Dominic, if somebody wants to donate? Because it's about taking care of our community and our kids. 
We have sbwellness.org, and that has a PayPal link so that we can accept your donations. sbwellness.org. Great. Adele, do you want to say be grateful? I know your sister is safe, and she's outside of Lahaina. You want to yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm grateful that they are safe and that... Um, you know, there's a lot of support and help going for, um, you know, Maui and what's happened. And I'm just thankful for relationships because they are enduring. And that's the important, that's what's important to me in life is the relationships with family, friends, neighbors, pets. So I'm feeling yeah, really well, grateful. We're thankful to have you, Adele. Don, we got about 10 seconds. Want to say a little love to somebody? Yeah, to family and uh, what everybody was just talking about. You know, my my brother in law's birthday is today, and my oldest daughter and my my uh, my son in law. We're gonna meet up with them later. He's just celebrated his birthday, so I wanted to piggyback on that. Gratitude for family. Nice. All right, Santa Barbara, we love you, and we we come through a lot this last week. Prayers to Lahaina. And if you see somebody that you haven't uh, seen in a while, don't don't be shy. Go up to them. Say hi. Don't give them a handshake. Give them a hug. All right, Santa Barbara, we love you. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a pusher with no brakes. I'm invincible.